So a lot of podcasters out there want to build a team, and that's great. If you want to build a team for your show, I think you have to follow a certain process so that you're not wasting money, you're not wasting anybody's time, and you get the best results possible. So in today's episode, I'm going to break down how you can build a team around your show without breaking a bank, but while also getting some amazing results. Let's get started. What's up, podcasters? I am Coach Chris. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Pod Central. If you're watching on YouTube, I really appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button. Really appreciate that. Thank you for the support. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever you tune in, I appreciate you as well. Thank you so much, man. This season has been fun to produce. It's been fun to make. The roundtable episodes have been fun. The expert guests have been amazing. I'm just loving this journey, man. And I want to thank you for being a part of it so far. If this is your first time tuning in, I really appreciate you and welcome to Pod Central. Now, today we're going to get into building a team. I think that most podcasters believe that having a team around them isn't important or super expensive. And the truth is there's no right or wrong in this. If you do it the wrong way, it could be expensive. If you do it the right way, you could save a lot of money actually. So let's really get into this process of building a team and what it looks like. The first thing you got to think about is who are you bringing on first? Who is the most important person to add to your team? Now this depends on who you are as a podcaster. For some hosts, it'll be great to have an editor first. For most shows, I would say an editor should be first because that's the person that's going to make you sound good, make you look good on camera, and do all the stuff to make your audio quality much better. The editor is going to improve the quality of the show. That's an amazing first hire. It is. It's great. And I think those are also the easiest to find, to be honest. Like, if you come to me and ask for an editor, I know hundreds of editors that I could send you to that are really high quality. So if you are looking for an editor, come on, reach out. Like, hit me up on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. But that could be the first one. Something that I think a lot of shows will benefit from is having a show manager. And this is kind of new in the podcast space. I don't think it's that popular, to be honest. And a show manager would be somebody that helps you book those interviews, that helps you find high quality guests, that prepares them for the interview, that really helps you plan an effective season of your show. I think it's super important for a podcaster to take the production of their show a lot more serious, but also to make better content. And a show manager should be able to help you plan your solo content, plan interviews, and all the stuff in between. You need somebody that is experienced in a podcast space that's going to help you produce a really good show. There's so many podcasts out there now that you need to find your way to stand out. And there are a couple experts in the podcast space that can help you do that. But you got to understand that this is an important part of building your show. So a show manager is important for you if you do two interviews a week, if you want to do an interview on a solo piece of content, if you want to produce a season of your show, a show manager will be really beneficial for you to have. You want to have these kind of people on your team because they take the work off of your shoulders. I'm somebody that thinks you should pay one of these people because I do a lot of my podcast stuff solo. Now, I only do it solo because I have a lot of systems set up. Like using Pod Central, the software tool, helps me do everything that I need to do in the podcasting space. Booking interviews, managing content, producing the show notes, the title, description, chapters, all of that stuff. I do all of it on Pod Central. As you saw on my episode about podcasting alone, that's what helps me is I have a tool that really does a lot for me. But if you're not yet using Pod Central, you probably need some of these team members. So you just have to prioritize, you know, which one is most important to you. Now, here are some principles that really come in handy when you're building your team. Number one is I think you should have a contract in place. It should be something that you and your team member agrees on. 
And I want to say all this first too. This is only for serious podcasters. Like if you're not a serious host, if you don't see yourself doing this for the next couple years, if you're not trying to build a business around your show, if you're just doing this as a hobby, you don't need team members. You just go have fun recording your garage or whatever with your friends and move on. You good. But if you're serious about this long term, have contracts set up between you and the person you're bringing on. So they know what their role is. They know what they're supposed to do when it's supposed to be done. For example, that editor, if it's somebody that doesn't have an agency and they don't have their own contract, I think it will be good for you to have your own contract when you bring them on as part of your team. And your contract should say things like, if I send you the content on Monday, it needs to be fully produced in at least two business days, right? So by Wednesday, I should have that content done. That's a good way to build a good relationship is to have outline exactly what you want from this person. Don't expect them to just do it because it's what you think they should do. Communicate effectively in terms of what you want and have it in writing. So if there's ever any issues about anything, you know, it's right there in the contract. You don't have to worry about the back and forth and the debates about what's right or wrong because you have it in writing. The contracts are a huge deal. If you're going to have somebody around long term, I think you should have them sign that. Another thing on the relationship part is you want to make sure you work with somebody that you like. I've worked with people I don't like and I can't wait to not work with them. I've helped people launch shows and I'm like, wow, I really don't like this person. And I can't wait to get them away from me to where they can have somebody else edit their show or have somebody else post their show and do all the work. I will hand them off to somebody else as soon as I possibly can because I don't want to be the one responsible for making their content sound good or making their show look good or anything like that if they just don't take it seriously and they're not somebody I get along with. And lastly, I would say you want to make things easier for them. If you're a host and you work with an editor, a designer, whoever you work with, your show manager even, you want to make easy, you want to make producing, managing your show, all of that stuff easy for them. Don't make them have to go and search out for the content and have to find when things are done. You don't want to do that. If your show goes live on a Wednesday, you want to make sure that they have access to it by Monday at the latest, preferably the week before. Because if the editor always has to come to you to find the content, they always have to email you for access on Google Drive. It just gets exhausting. And again, I have to say this, if you use Pod Central, you can literally bring your editor in to help manage your show there. So once you're done, you can just upload it into the episode hub and they can immediately get access to it. Now you don't have to go back and forth for what needs to be done. You can use a task manager to tag them on the episode and tell them, hey, this is what needs to be edited out. You should add in this thing, remove this, fix that, all of that nice stuff. Because when you build it that way, it makes it so much easier to have your show be managed in an effective way. Your editor isn't gonna run into burnout. Your designer's not gonna get annoyed with you. The show manager can keep you up to date with what's going on if you booked a guest or whatever it is. All of that stuff can be done right in Pod Central. And booking guests, you can do all of that there as well. So if you have a team of, on your show, you wanna bring that to Pod Central and then you can work with everybody in this one space. Manage your content in one space, book your interviews in one space, and now everything is a lot easier to track. So after you do all of that stuff, we gotta talk about payments. How do you pay your team? This is controversial, but I'm a fan of paying people quarterly instead of monthly. I like quarterly because I believe it helps people breathe a little smoother, right? It helps you be more confident and comfortable in what you're doing. It just makes the job a lot easier. If you're a host and you're paying an agency and you tell them, hey, look, I'm producing a season for the next three months. This is how long I'm going to need production. You get a much higher 
response, uh, much more serious team. It's a different kind of energy when you pay somebody for three months of their work versus monthly. They seem to respect you a lot more and they take it more serious because they know that you're a high paying client that you'll pay on time. And that gives you confidence too. And knowing that you have a high quality team you can work with and you don't have to worry about production for three months. It makes it really, really easy. I'm a person that I love to pay my bills ahead of time. Like I don't pay for car insurance every month. I pay every six months because it makes it easier to manage that bill. I don't have to worry about if I got to go and pay this monthly, it's just taken care of. I don't want to have to worry about it. And another thing this does is it avoids scope creep. If you don't know what scope creep is, that's when you know, you're paying an agency to do one job and then you try to creep back in and ask for another job to be done on top of that job. Where in the beginning, if you say, these are all the things I want and you go and pay for it, it's a pretty good understanding of what you're getting for the next three months. This helps you save time and effort. And this is another big part. Most agencies will give you a discount if you pay ahead of time that like most agencies will give you a discount if you pay ahead of time. If you pay three months in advance, instead of paying one month, you will take a couple hundred bucks off the deal. Most of the time, most agencies are going to give you that deal. Well, I'm confident in that. And you actually build a lot of trust too, because now they know you're going to pay. And the biggest thing that podcast agencies run into is working with podcasters that are producing one month and they take a month off, then they're on for two months and then they disappear again. And as an agency owner, that gets exhausting because now I don't know if I can work with you. I don't want to produce your show if I don't know you're going to produce. If I don't know if you're going to have this show the next month or the month after, I don't even want to work on it. I don't want to be a part of this because you don't take it seriously. You're wasting my time. It's so much easier if I know and if I can guarantee you're going to help me get this result. That's that's much more important to me is knowing that I can work with somebody long term. We're both on the same page. So you don't want to be one of those flaky podcasters. You want to be somebody that's consistent and serious. So in all, if you're a podcaster that wants to build a team, decide if you want to bring in that editor or designer first or even a show manager. Find the person that's going to make podcasting easier for you. I would definitely say get on Pod Central because any team member that you bring along for the ride, everything is going to be easier to manage inside of Pod Central. It's the only platform that's designed to work in the podcast space. You could go to a project management tool. You go over there. You can use Trello or Asana or whatever, but you're going to run into a lot of issues that you won't run into on Pod Central. And most importantly, have contracts and have agreements up front. Make sure it's very clear on what you need from them and what they have to do consistently. Using this format, I can guarantee you're going to get amazing results. Now, if you have any other questions, if you want to talk to me personally, send me a show on Twitter at Chris Podcasting or send me an email at men at thecoachchris.com and we can have a conversation there. Even get a demo for Pod Central if you have any questions. Thank you for tuning in, man. I really appreciate y'all. I will see you next time.